All right, what's up, people? Welcome back to PJ Sun. That's me, Dom, again. That voice that's getting more and more annoying as the weeks go on. I did that podcast with Alicia last night, and uh, of course I knew what the date was, but um, just didn't really hit on it too much. And uh, when the girls got off the bus today, I just kind of asked them, uh, you know, if they had really talked about what happened 22 years ago uh, here in our country. And, uh, you know, they had went over some stuff in school. So I was talking to my oldest daughter, Chevelle, and uh, she has been talking about it the past few years and stuff. She's pretty into what's going on. So I had her come down and we're going to sit here and talk for a minute and not get too sad, but just go over some history and how it changed things in our world. So this is my daughter, Chevelle. What's up, lady? What are you up to? Nothing. How's just got home from school. How was your day today? It was good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Anything out of the ordinary, or was it just a regular day at school? Well, we did, um, in science, we, like, went over new notes about, um, like, naming, like, the naming of different animals. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, how, like, broad their names can't be so that you don't mix them up and, like, how did you know some people call um woodchucks um i mean gr- they call groundhogs like whip whip whisper pigs or uh, th- i know there are a few names they call them yeah. ground squirrels too. yeah 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 and so then, wait a minute were you going over like the latin no just like how they named them and like the different categories of naming and we were like doing like the domain tower oh. of the different things Mm-hmm. I don't remember doing that in school at all. You're in seventh grade? Mm-hmm. I don't. And we learned about, in social studies, we did, like, prehistoric and, like, historic, like, the difference between those two. What year did historic start? Like, what was that year? Do you remember? Like, what is prehistoric and then historic? Um. Well, I can tell you the difference, but I can't tell you the year that... What is the difference? Is it dinosaurs okay. and not dinosaurs? No, 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 no. So, like, prehistoric is when there was no, like, evidence of, um like, writing or language or... Language wasn't invented or anything. And then, like, historic is when there was, like, evidence of certain things, like the World War. Like, that's an example of historical because there's... um, It's documented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's, like, magazines and articles all about it and stuff. So, yeah, that's a part of history. But, like, basically the biggest difference is whether there was, like, evidence of language or writing in that time. So pyramids and stuff like that, and even like cavemen, that would be historic or prehistoric. That would be historic because there was like a like, there was a writing, like right. There That's was evidence of okay. writing going on. So okay. Yeah. So you could almost, I'm sure there's a definite answer, but you could almost oh, yeah, yeah. say uh, before cavemen, right? Because mm-hmm. cavemen were kind of drawn on the walls in those caves. Well, I mean, big time. Yeah, but humans have only been around like. 2000 not that long right right and she showed me this like time my teacher she showed me this like timeline from like four billion years ago or whatever and um like the inventions and like all of that stuff that like we've created as humans like it's only a small little tiny portion of that timeline and humans have not been around as long as we thought you're not saying she was showing you a timeline of humans four billion years ago. You were saying no, 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 that no. was when the timeline like started, and yeah. we are such a sm- right. We're yeah. such a small section of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, isn't that crazy to think though? Like I thought, like when I think of humans, I think of like we rule the world, like we're, like we're the world. We're, but it like, started with us last year. It like mind blew me for like days on end in science class how we would talk about like. How after humans, like, what's going to happen to the world? Like, it's all going to fall. It's all going to turn into debris. And, like, what is the world even going to be without humans? Like, who's going to take care of all of it? Well, we know a lot about what it was before. Yeah. So, so then it, it, it could, like, dinosaurs could, like, randomly come back or something. I mean, how crazy is it to think? Uh, right? Right. Yeah. That's, have, that's you ever, have you ever seen, um, like, dinosaur fossils in real life? Did we ever go to a museum or anything like that? I don't think so. Dude, no. it is gnarly. Really? Have you have seen some? I mean, I don't know where. Yeah. But I know I've seen... Like, I don't know if they were real. They might have mm-hmm. been replicas. But, like, T-Rex, dude, 
if right. that thing was running around just just doing whatever it wants, I uh-huh. mean, it is so gnarly. It's like forty feet. T- it's massive. It's and it's like like it's insane to even like think about how that was a thing. Like think about how like like that was on the earth. Yep. It's it's just crazy. It ruled the earth. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And some of those things, I don't know which one the Stega is, but I got a couple favorites, and I just can't remember all their names. But like. They're massive, dude. I think the Stega one that you're talking about, that's the, like, bird one, right? Or no, that's, like, the Flyosaurus or something. Flyosaurus? Uh, <laughs> you just made that <laughs> one up, bro. No, 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 no. Velociraptor? Yeah, Veloc- that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That one flew, and then I think Stega was the one, either it had the, uh, like, those big, like, shark fins down mm-hmm. its back, or there was another one that I remember, he had, like, a... Had almost like a shell on that's his head. The, that's the Stega one you're talking about. And then his tail had uh-huh. like a ball on it. Yeah, that's the Stega one. What a creature! But like, like I was thinking, I've just been thinking about this, like on the ride, like to, for example, um, Branson. Right. And like when we were driving by the Lock and Dam up there, like I was just like, how do people like even come up? Like how do they even have the brain cells to even make these things possible? Like I honestly like look at the grass and I'm like, how? How did that get there? Like, yeah. and like planes and like big things. Like, I just don't understand how people even make those. It's weird. It's, it's weird it's what we've crazy. done. And, and like, what's like in these mics? And a, why does a microphone do that? I know. Like, yeah. I know. How does it even form? I always say, like, I'm so happy that there are like inventors and super smart people. Mm-hmm. If it was for me, there would be nothing man, on this earth. <laughs> if we had a pencil, we'd be loving, li- you know? And, and yeah. that's for real. But even the lock and dam I work at, it was built in, it started in 1935. Mm-hmm. It started in like oh. actually like 34, but then they completed it. The first boat was actually locked through there in I think 39. Mm-hmm. And so that took four years. But I mean, the photos that we have of the initial construction, it's like, right. it's these old dudes. They had like very little equipment. I mean, they had equipment, but in the mm-hmm. 30s compared to 2023, the cranes we have and all these big, huge machinery. They didn't have any of that stuff, and yet that thing is still standing 80-something years later, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you're right, man. I try to, like, imagine, like, what you do at work, and I just, like, can't. Like, what do you even do? It's really hard to visualize it without actually mm-hmm. seeing it. Yeah. Okay, so. I've been there, but, like, I just, I, I don't even know. All right, so you know the dam. The dam is the thing that goes all the way across the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That thing, and there, there are 17 gates on it total. Mm-hmm. There's 14 of one kind of gate and three of another. It doesn't even mm-hmm. matter. That dam is there mm-hmm. because when those big tow boats with the barges in them, mm-hmm. when they're loaded down with, we're going to say coal, okay? Yeah. When they're loaded down with coal, they are nine feet underwater. We call that drafting, okay? So right. when it's loaded down, it's obviously going to sink a little more because there's 1,500 tons of coal in it. Mm-hmm. The whole point behind that dam has nothing to do with floods. Most people think that. It has nothing to do with floods. It is only to keep at least nine feet of water in the channel, which is marked out by the Corps of Engineers. There's green buoys and red buoys. So Mm -hmm. if you drive up through in between those green buoys, you are in the channel. My job is to make sure that there are nine feet of water in that channel above us at all times. But what happens if there's not? Then the boats will run aground, we call that. They will actually sit in the dirt underneath the water and you aren't getting those off until more water comes or a boat that's big enough to pull that which there's not a lot of them wow so that's that's the main thing that we do all right Mm -hmm. so then on the upstream side of the dam on the north side of it that's the water that we control right so if a boat is coming down river Mm -hmm. the reason we have that chamber there that you guys have seen remember we yeah, yeah, the one you can walk across? Well, or we, am I thinking of the... We never walked across it. <clears throat> right. We never walked across anything. We stood there with our life jackets on like good boys and girls. Uh-huh. Yes, that thing you oh, can walk yeah, across. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> um, so when they pull into that, when they pull into that chamber, the water level in that chamber is the same as up above the dam. Right. When they pull in there and do what they have to do, we open up these valves... Mm-hmm. And then the water drops out. When mm-hmm. the water drops down, it's now the same elevation as the water, the river below the dam. Yeah. So now they can safely pull out and go about their way. And you just to repeat the same process, but if they're going, if they're coming up river too. 
it's it is kind of confusing. It's but very confusing. When you've done it for a long time, yeah. it's just like ugh, mm-hmm. so boring and slow. Right. But that's basically how it works. Yeah. So like, like do they go like out of state? Like do you, do they travel on boat out of state? Like where do they go from there? So the Mississippi River starts. I mean, where it's navigable for boats and barges in St. Paul, Minnesota, way up north. Wow, yeah, yeah. That's the capital of St. Paul. I mean, of Minnesota. Of Minnesota, good job. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then they can go all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. They go down Mm -hmm. through Louisiana, all that stuff, and they go all the way out to the ocean. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to the ocean, they can go, you know, the ocean. They can go anywhere. So, yeah, there are boats that travel the lower Mississippi. That's down below St. Louis. And then Mm -hmm. there are some that travel the upper, which is us and up. Yeah. So, wow, yeah, I mean, crazy. they they just, they're taking, they're going up to Iowa and Minnesota and getting corn and wheat and all kinds of commodities and bringing them around the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not the type of corn you eat, but yeah. the type of corn that goes into uh, animal feed. And, I mean, oh, it, yeah, yeah. it's used for mm-hmm. every beans and corn and, and cement, right? rock, coal, just all kinds of different stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it is a great gig, but mm. as you well know, and so does our audience, that that stupid night shift thing <laughs> is the worst part about it. Yeah, I miss everything. Mm-hmm. So here we are today on September 11th. Mm-hmm. It's 2023 now, but 22 years ago, what is your understanding of what happened here in the United States of America? Okay, so from what I've learned. Um, you wouldn't be born for 11 more years? Right. Okay. Right, right. So, so it was the 11. So 16 days to my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. That's just like how I think of it because like sure. it's my birthday, right? Right. And so um, basically at, it was like nine something. Yeah, you don't have to. It, I mean, it wasn't nine eleven, but. Like, all day at school today, let me just throw this in there, all day at school today, my friends were, like, setting alarms for 9-11 a.m., and, like, they were going off in class. My friend set an alarm on mine before we went to um, dismiss to go to class, but I turned it off so I wouldn't get in trouble. Well, let me stop you real quick. The first flight, and folks, I am definitely reading this off of my computer. (laughs) I I did not remember this. I will tell you a personal story, but... um, uh, the first flight, American Airlines Flight 11, crashed mm-hmm. into the World Trade Center's North Tower at 8.46. Yeah. This is Eastern time, right. so they're an hour ahead of us. So it would have been 7.46 here. And then um, killing everyone aboard and trapping people is so terrible. 3,000 people were killed. And then at 9.03, the second plane hit. Mm-hmm. So right. what's that? That is 14 minutes plus three, so 17 minutes apart, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, that's crazy. So, wait, yeah. So, oh. basically, Osama bin Laden, correct? Mm-hmm. Him and his tribe. I, four, four people? Four. Well, those were the hijackers. Well, yeah, that's there what There were I'm many about. more, there, more than that, but anyway. The they, hijackers is yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, basically, they drove the one plane into the first tower, mm-hmm. whatever, 846 or whatever you said. That's definitely wrong. Don't quote me, but. It's right here. Really? Yeah. That's right? New York oh. Times. Wow. Okay. And so they drove that into the first tower. They flew it. Or that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then what, seven, 14 it, minutes no, later? It, 17? 17 minutes, if yeah. my math is correct. Yeah. So, and then the second plane got hit, right? Yeah. Okay. Back so, up, and then. Back up just a half. Up. Okay. Just Yeah, right there's perfect. Okay. So, seven, one hit. The North Tower, 17 minutes later, mm-hmm. another one hit the South. Yeah. And then, so, it says that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading this from my brain, but it says that nearly, um, nearly, oh, 2,996 people exactly passed away. Mm-hmm. And then 400 almost of them were firefighters and policemen. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to, I actually, I'm going to say this because I think it's important. There's this book called Ground Zero mm-hmm. by Alan Gratz, I believe. And he, um, it was a book about this kid. I think his name was James. I don't think so, but I think. And he was in, he was in the first tower or the, yeah, first tower on the, 
like 91st floor and his dad was like on the top floor or something right where the plane crashed mm. and he was trying to go save his dad mm. when the whole plane went into the building and um like it, it was just talking about how, how like he experienced it and how he got out and everything it, it's just crazy and then there, it's like a two-person book like a two-part book so it's one book but there's another girl that lives in Afghanistan, and it's, like, told from her point of view and how, like, the uh, military in the United States went over there and attacked them and how she reacted and how her family reacted and everything. It's it's a really good book. I want to read it soon. But So the one, the Americans' version of the attack and mm-hmm. then the Afghani person's yeah. girl's version of yeah. the um reaction by the United States yeah. from that attack. I, I think it's very interesting. I've met so many people that have read it, but it sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've never even heard about that. But I'll get it yeah. for you if you read it we and should do read a report. It. What's yeah. this we? You got a mouse in your pocket? I don't read. Right. I yes, should you do. I should. You do. All right. So okay. Oh wow, this is crazy. Do you have what do you got? Twenty three people survived. Or like no wait. No, hold on. Like, 23 people from that were in the tower survived out of the, like, hundreds of people in there. Hundreds. Including 15 rescue workers. Wow. So that's, like, not 23 minus 15. It's not a lot. Right. Like, seven people right. out of those 23 were in the tower. Do you know or have an idea or could make a guess as mm-hmm. to why um, certain people would, would hate Americans so much <laughs> to to be able to do something like that. I mean, why anybody in the world would want to hurt all those people? But specifically, we're just talking about nine eleven, right? Would do you know why they hated us to the point that they would go? I yeah, I love getting asked these type of questions because like, I think it's I think it's mostly just jealousy. They wanted they want to be the United States, and Osama obviously wasn't getting the type of attention and credit that he wanted from all of his like bunch of people in his tribe that do nothing but attack people for no reason but the fact that he's insecure about himself and you think osama bin laden was insecure oh yeah that's a hundred percent which is why he need he needed more people to quote tell him that he was good enough and that he was i think i think personally he wanted a bunch of people to obey him and he wanted to roll over a bunch of people huh that's an interesting take but so you think he was looking for fame? Oh yeah, or like, or just just um, recognition? Right, right, yeah, exactly. Well, mm-hmm. what I, do you think? Well, these are um, the religion of Islam. Mm-hmm. These are radicalists. Right. They were, uh-huh. um, and there still are many. Mm-hmm. Um, most of your Islamic. Or Muslim people, they do that. This is a very radicalized group sector of sect of people, mm-hmm. um, and the way that they read, the way that they read, um, right? Their scripture mm-hmm. says that if you are not, and this is a, a synopsis of it, if you are not Islam, you are an infidel. Right. So, so that's us. So they, their mission, their goal is to either convert you or to kill you. Wow. So, like, so, make you make you believe what they believe? Uh-huh. But <sighs> chances are, crazy. if you got a plane ticket to Afghanistan or, you know, where, okay. where Bin Laden happened to be at any time, yeah, it's not like he would have welcomed you in with open arms anyway, being yeah. an American, you know? Um, There's a girl in my class that's Muslim. Yeah. She was talking about, we had our personal history project. Sorry to interrupt you. No, ahead, please do. But this so is podcasting. We, we're just talking. Right. We did a personal history project. Okay. And that's those are the questions that I asked. I you, remember um, about like our culture and where yep. we come from and everything. And she was talking about like the different types of food they make and how they express their beliefs. And she was talking about like the temples they go to and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And just like I, I had no idea that like um, she was. Like she does the same thing as the people that did that, and like, I did. I don't think of her as anything but a good person. Like she's of a course. really good, um, like no name personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal speaker or like, what's it called? Uh, like, like performance public speaker. speaker public speaker. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, um, 
she she was just talking about it and like the food they eat seems to be really good. I'm not gonna lie, like a lot of people really enjoy it. Yeah, but I well, don't know. Just seeing like the way different cultures look at things is just crazy. Let me clarify one thing. We don't. There that that group of mfers. Yeah. <laughs> bleep. <laughs> yeah, I got a bleep button, but I'll mess it up. That group of people is so small mm-hmm. and s- stupid. Yeah. And so, like... Not all, but most. No, the, the group of that, terrorists... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, are, yeah. It, It's such a small percent of that religion. Yeah. It's... They're, they're just... They don't deserve to be breathing the same right. air as us, and, and they deserve everything they got. Right. There are plenty of Muslim people who are very good. Yeah. I mean, most... You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You could talk about Catholic. You could talk about Baptist. You right. could talk about every religion, mm-hmm. and there are going to be a few knuckleheads in the bunch. However, oh, yeah. generally, they don't go flying planes into buildings and killing thousands of people. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I'm not I'm not making jokes about this, but I do no, want to be a no, little yeah. more light about it because it's like it was. So you had Pearl Harbor back in 1941. Right. The Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, our naval base down there, and did some real damage. And then this is like the next time that anybody had the balls to come over here and do some stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, like, whoa, mm-hmm. was it a wake up, you know? Right. Um. So I tend to think, and you could be 100% correct about Bin Laden. We won't be able to ask him these questions because he's no longer with us. Right. I <laughs> No good oh. so. Uh, I think I I had no idea that that was like the Bible that they preach and everything. The Quran, right? I don't know the specific words. Oh, but, I hear you. No, I'm just. But that that makes a lot of sense though, because if that if that's the religion that they really follow and really believe in, which they obviously do. But that's not what the book says. They interpret it, and that's what right. a, that's what a radicalist is. It's someone that interpret like. Well, God, seeing, God said to do this. No, dude, right. he was saying, right. blah, 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 you know uh-huh. what I mean? But the way they interpret it is that we are no good. If we're not, if we don't follow their stuff, we're not worth it. Yeah. And, and we should all die. Should, yeah. And it's like, I'm uh, not the most religious person in the world, but I don't right. think there's too many books written about a man who, you know, and everyone's God, I guess, is a little bit different, right? Yeah. Uh, ours, you know, if you're Catholic, he was he died for your sins and right. and I don't know exactly what there says so I can't talk on it but I'm pretty sure it didn't say go kill everybody that's not <laughs> a Muslim you know what I'm saying right. yeah yeah my, so um, for them to take it out of context like that to the point and the extent that they did is like whoa yeah I'm trying I'm trying to think you know both of these teachers my second grade it was either my second grade teacher or fourth grade teacher I think it was fourth grade though because she's a little bit older but uh, she was talking about in class one time about how um, she was alive during the attack. Mm-hmm. And she was in, she was actually in fourth grade. She was in fourth grade. Um, she she wasn't in town, I don't think. Or she might have been. Uh, but she was talking about how, like, the ground, like, shook. And how she, like, her teacher, like, turned on something in the class or something and saw everything that was going on and how like she like really like could not even believe it and like they all got sent home like all the kids in the elementary school got sent home because of it well if the ground shook she must have been really yeah she, she yeah i think she was was she in new york Pro- probably well you had to have been yeah i mean there um, there was another building that uh or another plane that flew into the pentagon and right i don't know how many schools yeah, the yeah. pentagon you, it's a very secure facility, mm-hmm. so you can't, like, nobody gets all that close. And then there was another one, Flight 93, they made movies about in uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And these people fought back, and the plane still unfortunately crashed. But um, Right. You have a teacher that was in fourth grade on 9-11? Miss, uh, yeah. Wow. She's, she, a, she's a child still. Yeah. I, I say that because I was She's still young. She just had school. her first kid, like, four years ago. Right. Um. I'm trying to think about where my grandma was, but my grandma on mom's side, she mom's grandma. I understand. Or mom's mom. She um she was in New York for a business thing. Was she for, really? Yeah, for her insurance company. And 
Um, she was she was in like the other the other side of the city. I so think. Manhattan. Manhattan. Was, that's what it well, was. Well, it was I think Lower Manhattan. Yeah. Where yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Where the towers were. But it was it was still in in there. So she was not right there. Not though. right there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And she like she remembered it like very clearly. She oh. she went there. She was there. And then she like heard the like a boom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then she she like turned on her TV, and she saw like all the stuff that was happening, and they like called all the people that were on her insurance. Yeah. Like with them in New York, and they all had to like drive. And I remember her talking about how much traffic she was in, and then she had to like n- none of the planes were being used at all. Like you could not no. get on any flights. Everything was and grounded. So Right, she was she was she was stuck there for like three days. Oh yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and and New York City has I think eight million people. Something right. it's insane yeah. anyway. And then so with that kind of catastrophe going on downtown, like yeah, and I hate to say this because it's just terrible, but like there, you know, the heat from the fire got so bad that some people were like they had and you know you're inhaling all this right. smoke and like some people had to like i mean it jump and stuff they it, did they did horrible. i saw a picture of it it's so, so i mean how devastating and just like how scary you know and like i wish we could have just been more prepared for it i think i don't know if any of course of course i agree with you 100 percent. but who would have i mean right right nobody would have it's weird that. to me like i'm sorry dude and I'm not Mark Wahlberg, and I'm not saying I'm I can save the world. And I mm. I you know I it, you, it is not a fair thing to say. And I know this from being overseas. When you come home, everybody goes, oh, if I were over there, I would have done it." That's not what I'm doing here because I that's unfair to do to those great people that were on those planes right. that unfortunately didn't make it. Uh-huh. But I'm like, dude, I've seen the size of these people. They're they're built like women. <laughs> they're skinny little runts and right. like you know i had to search them and stuff and you can just feel their bones they're like emaciated we're yeah. big fat americans dude i'm i'm like some dude with a box cutter you're gonna have to cut me up yeah. because like I'm, i just i i and i know and this is what i'm saying i am not talking down on those people that were on those planes because i know some americans got up and did some you know what i mean yeah unfortunately it didn't work out but it's just like the story had to have been so crazy. Like mm-hmm. it had to have been much more um, difficult and terrifying than right. we could ever imagine being on that plane, you know, but yeah. it's just like, dude, I could shake one of those dudes with a left jab. Yeah. And completely blow. I mean, I've got to think that I right. have to think that it's not fair of me to say, Yeah. but I got to think I, I could knock one of those dudes out. Easy, easy mm-hmm. box cutter. My ass. I, I mean, that's <laughs> just some stitches, you know? Yeah. And so, but I'm, it's, it's terrifying to think about what those poor people had to go through, man. I, I feel so right. bad for them, you know, still. I have a little bit more of, like, a, a background. Come on. Because of sixth grade. Um, we did a, um, like, writing task. And I actually got advanced in writing. I forgot to tell you on my math scores. That's the reason why I'm going in a different program. Because I got advanced in ELA writing. Uh, I got 620, which is the most, like, the absolute most you can get for writing. Oh, so you found out. Awesome. Right. Yeah, I have awesome. my Awesome. Good job. We hadn't found out until now. Yeah. So great, man. And so... Um, we did a wonderful. writing. We did a writing task. We spent like two weeks on it on nine eleven, and we watched a bunch of videos and like a news, like like the Fox eleven or whatever, whatever. on on like when the nine eleven was happening. Yeah. And like the guy, the the producer that was talking in the mic about it, like didn't even realize that the second tower got hit. Like he he for completely forgot to announce. Like didn't even see it till somebody like brought it up, and like like. You could like visually see the tower running straight through the building, like like I wish like I I should pull up the video or something and show you later because it's uh, it's insane like 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 literally and then they were talking about how like in different in different videos what the like what the what the people that were going like the terrorists I guess mm-hmm. like how like horrifying it was for the people on the plane because they showed like some phone calls yeah from the people that were on the plane that's right i forgot about that. right and then like one of the one of the men like called his wife and he was like oh, i'm so sorry mm. like the plane's gonna crash and i just like started crying oh that's it was so sad. horrifying right and then i had to do a i guess presentation on a guy that was um in the towers and he he made it out and he like got to share a story wow and stuff it, it was it was really fun but i remember that being a 
one of my fun writing tasks that I like. Yeah. I, uh, wah, wah, wah. as you know, there's a lot of really, like, bad stuff on the internet, right? Yeah. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been into, I don't, I just don't, I don't think it's good for my soul to see anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't, I, I don't get a kick out of, like, people getting hurt. I don't like the war stuff, really. Yeah. Um, I didn't even read it like, I don't know. I, of course, I've seen the videos, but it oh, was yeah. like when the first one hit, it was such a bad act. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. This is terrifying. And right. then when you see that second one clear as day coming through the sky and you're like, what is going on? No way. No way. Yeah. No way. And then it just like and you're like, so uh, I'll my personal story um your grandma PJ worked for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA. What is that? They, uh, the USDA. So if you were to go get a steak right now, mm-hmm. the USDA, like they grade meat and mm-hmm. and and the food that we're eating and make sure it's safe and they test all kinds of stuff. And grandma worked in the packaging, like she worked in like the warehouse of it. Yeah. Um, her friend got her a job there, um, but after that attack. I don't I can't say all government facilities excuse me were shut down but hers was. Yeah. So, I don't know if you remember this but I had gotten signed up for the Marine Corps. I had enlisted late junior year of high school. Right. Went home and asked grandma if I could borrow the car. She said, "Why? I'm going to get signed up for the Marines. Let's get it done now." And she was like, "What? Well, don't we need to talk about this?" And I'm like, "Mom, I've been talking about this since the day we saw that Marine at McDonald's, you right. know what I mean? That's all I ever talked about. You talk about going to wherever in Texas to cheer. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as how I talked about being a Marine. Yeah. That it was just my whole life goal. Mm-hmm. So I happened to have a lot of going away parties before I left <laughs> for boot camp, but I had given an, I had been given an original leave date of September 17th, 2001. Right. This was long before the attack. Mm-hmm. long before it just worked that way so she was at work grandma was at work i was in my room still sleeping and again it was early in the morning so it's not like that crazy but um she came in and was super upset as you can imagine yeah. you know that's what marines do is when things like that happen we go and uh so she came in and she you know you know her. She cried <laughs> if the sun wasn't yeah. out, you know. Um, yeah. But she came in and, like, turned my TV on, and she was like, babe, and sat down on the end of my bed, and I just kind of looked up, and I was like, oh, no. You know, because, <laughs> like, yeah. there are a lot of people who go through their enlistment in the military, and, you know, you get to go to Hawaii and sometimes Australia, mm-hmm. and you just go on your float and do a lot of training, and it's awesome, and you still meet right. great people, but there are – you know, not a lot in my lifetime because we had Desert Storm and then this one was 20 years, you know, whatever. So mm. um, but there were there was a gap there from like Vietnam until Desert Storm where guys would go into their time and never see combat. And it's like right. when I saw that. I mean, it was it was very clear of how it would change my life for sure. Uh-huh. You were in for four years, right? No, I did less than that because remember, grandma got sick. And oh, I yeah, had to, yeah. I yeah. had to make that decision to get uh-huh. out. Um, but so now it's like I don't just go get to do the training and be able to call myself a Marine and, mm-hmm. and, and do all this other stuff. Like now it's very clear, right? And I right. start doing the math in my head. I go, okay, so boot camp three months, school of infantry three months. That's six months from now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm a kid. I'm just out of high school. So I don't know how long it takes to design and prepare and um get ready for a war right but like i know that it's going to be a part of my life Uh as marine infantry they we one of our mottos one of our many mottos is the first to go and the last to know meaning they just go this is where we're going we'll tell you why when we get there type of thing yeah so that's our job and that's the job that i signed up for and that was the job that i wanted and everything else but um so I leave for boot camp a week after that. I mean, so that's on the 11th. I left the 17th, six days. Six days, yeah. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. So, like, on Sundays, our drill instructor, our senior, would come in and he would read the newspaper. Like, whatever was going on daily, you know, current events. Uh Uh-huh. 
there was nothing current except the attacks and, right. and who it was. We started getting information on who it was and, and you know, the United States of America were going to find out who's behind this attack on our country. Right. And uh, so, I mean, the drill instructors would be like, better say goodbye to your girlfriends, you know, where you're <laughs> going and stuff, you know. So it like it was a big part of my life, too. Right. You know, and it says here, like it, it took 10 months to clean up and like like get all the like dust yeah, and debris and debris stuff. and stuff like out uh, from 9/11. Mm-hmm. So like literally you were gone like right as that started ha- like right as everyone everything started like getting back into the groove because obviously it took months to like restore all the stuff that was broken because of that. Well, just to find all the people. I right. mean, they say that not everyone is still accounted. I mean, it's I hate to even talk about it. It's so yeah. terrifying to me. But like um you know what, where we did the, uh, where we started off on the 4th of July day parade, that big, huge piece of steel that's right there, that came uh-huh. from, that came from the, uh, Trade, towers. World Trade Center, yeah. yeah. I don't know which tower it came from. It says up there which one it came from. I think it was I, one. But, but, I mean, yeah. how crazy, like, to see that huge piece of steel mangled like that. It's like, right. the heat, you know what I mean? So, if, like, if, yeah. if, if a building can't stand up to it, like, we're humans, our skin is pretty soft, like, as far as burn and cut, it's like, it's like the worst case scenario almost, you know? Yeah. Like you can't, you, I just feel so bad for those poor people, all of right. them, the firefighters, police officers, first responders, paramedics, mm-hmm. everybody. But then like, you're just in your office doing data entry and, and right. like, and you, like, you might've been getting a drink. You might've been going to the bathroom. Uh-huh. You might've been talking to your buddy about the Jets game or whatever they're talking <laughs> right. about that day. And then here comes this freaking pl- a, a plane. Yeah. Like in, into the building you're in. A plane. Not only that, but two, and then another one into the Pentagon, and then another one was supposed to be going to where it's like, dude, I just wanted to come to work today, you know. And these poor people, and folks, she is not laughing because she thinks any of this is funny. No, 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 she's laughing at her stupid dad because I'm an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, but But, um, so, so just to further kind of my story about going to boot camp and stuff, like that was why I ended up being. A part of the invasion right so you you said you had to search them all of them really so like anybody we found we searched so you you were in there when you guys were trying to find osama like not in not it not in new york no no no, oh, no, 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 no in no. afghanistan i was in iraq I oh. never, I never went to Afghanistan. Right. There were two different wars for two different reasons, and it's uh-huh. political. I don't want to get it. That's not yeah, what my yeah, show's yeah. about. But uh-huh. um, we, I. Uh-huh was never in search of Osama bin Laden. Yeah, that was in Afghanistan. Right. Part mm. of our job, our war, the beginning was called Operation Iraqi Freedom. We were yeah. there to to um, eliminate Saddam Hussein, who was a mass murdering maniac, and right. um, he didn't deserve to, to walk on this earth with us either, and he no longer is, but... That's the one that was on the... On the, the flag. Same. Yeah. Yep. Or no, that poster yeah, I have at the I museum. Yeah. yeah, that's him. He was the dictator there, and a dictator is not a nice guy. So, um, wow. but so time-wise, it worked out that March of 2003, so you go September 01 to March of 03. Right. We were on our normal. Now, we had a pretty good idea that we were not just going to have fun, going to Hawaii and Australia, which we did those things. Yeah. But um, when we went over there, we were on our naval ship and uh we took a helicopter into kuwait uh-huh kuwait borders iraq yeah and uh we stayed there for about a month and got right. used to the weather and we were really waiting on orders from president bush yeah we were waiting for him to say go mm-hmm. and uh so finally we started getting a little bit of information in and coming up with a plan on what we were going to do and then uh yeah march wow. 19th we Invaded Iraq and started this thing in 2003. That's crazy. Yeah. So did I fight Al-Qaeda or ISIS or any of that? I don't think so. Now, there could have been some of those people sprinkled in there. Um, I doubt that, though. I think they were all pretty much Afghanistan, Pakistan. I think they all pretty much Mm -hmm. took off from there. Like I said, the war I fought in wasn't about... It was about terrorism, for sure, because Saddam was definitely a terrorist, like in his own way. But this right. wasn't it wasn't directly because of the 9-11 attacks. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, either way, that thing kicked off a war in that desert. Right. All of those countries. And then that also killed more people, but they a asked for basically, so. I mean, what are you some did and some didn't, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's called a casualty of war, and, you know... If you if you'd like to think about it that way, and I know that you are you were just stating, um, uh, you know, an an opinion maybe or making a statement, but there are a lot of casualties of war in those buildings uh-huh. too. Right. You know, a lot and of innocent people, a lot of Americans that are innocent, and for some reason, not for some reason, for a lot of reasons, that means more to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? As an American. And like, um, crap. Well, uh, we were talking about, you said something about innocent people. Oh, um, oh, 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 they got, that's another reason why I think what I think about what caused him to like think about this. Oh, right, right, right. Is because like, obviously you wanted to start something like you had, he probably had, my guess is that he had a whole plan built up about what he was going to do because he knew that this was going to happen. I mean, or else he wouldn't have done it. In a lot of ways he organized. You're it. coming to America. Yeah. And going after main landmarks big time. in America that big could time. involve very important people, sure, I would be scared, and I would not do that. That's why I think he's... Well, I'm pretty sure everyone thinks he's insane, but... Have you ever heard of the word martyr? No. Do you know what a martyr is? Well, I've heard of it, but I don't know. So a martyr <laughs> is someone who... Okay, so you have heard of the uh, suicide bombers, right? Yeah, no. Okay, no. so a suicide bomber would put a vest on with right. explosives on it and he That's would smart. go he would drive into an area with americans or anyone yeah and just blow himself up they That's believe so stupid oh uh, yeah they believe again see now and it's weird because it's so silly to us right it's this is right. just a ridiculous conversation with the one we're having yeah to yeah. us to me and you sitting here and uh-huh. everybody else we know to them they think that they're going to the best part of heaven and they they will receive things there. I don't want to tell you about that because you're my daughter, but they will receive things there. And they are basically like in their own little way. They're um, not a saint, but they are now a holy like it's it's right. it's an honor for them to do this, which sounds <laughs> which I know. I'm not, I'm not laughing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hear you. It's it's wild, dude. It's like it's, that's crazy. Wait a minute. You want me to put this on me and then press this button and then I and then I like blow up. But they don't see it as a stupid thing to do. They think of it as yeah, like the most do. important. Like to them, it's an okay. So to me, it, it's it, um. I don't want to go here too far with you, but like right. to die for your country, uh-huh. for my country, yeah, is an honor. However, right. it sucks because you don't get to go home. Obviously, right? Uh-huh. But there is there's something that we we have our own things in america we have our right. own things as marines and the army and the navy everybody has their own like uh-huh. belief system and stuff and it, so so do they so i mean yeah it's crazy but to, not in their eyes not to them they, do it. they think they're gnarly for it yeah. they're like they're dope they're on top of the world yeah so i mean but imagine somebody's all right so chevelle yeah today what you're gonna do right. is you're gonna we're going to put two 500-pound bombs in the back of your car, right? <laughs> right. And yeah. you're going, uh, go on. And they're going, because you're thinking maybe like you're going to drop it off somewhere to a buddy. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, And then they go, so what you're going to do is you're oh. going to drive up to this market. Right. And we're going to give you this cell phone here. But don't accidentally hit that green button until you get there. And oh, you go, well, great. Why? Why? What's <laughs> why? a green button do? It sets off that 1,000 pounds of explosives in the back of that car. But oh. here's the deal. <laughs> You're going to be freaking awesome for doing it. Right. And you go, Roger that. Uh, yeah, that sounds Perfect. great, man. It well, sounds like a good Wednesday afternoon. Right. And that's how they get down. That's how they used to. And I mean, I know they still do it, but. Right. So just a terrible day in our country's history. Um, and there's just really no other way to say it, man. And yeah. If you're listening and, you know, you you knew anybody that was down there. I'm very sorry for your loss, of course. And uh, it's just, it's a bummer that, it's a bummer that that ever happened. And you like to try to see the good side of things. Huh? That was me. That was like it. I like it to try is. to see the good side of things. But it's like, that's a tough one to do. Right. What was the good side to that? What, what, what good came from that? There's a 20-year war that, I mean, we got, 
we got Osama apparently, and I do believe that. I yeah, I don't mean yeah, to say 100%. apparently. Um, and we got Saddam, mm. and then what else? You know what I'm saying? Uh, like millions of people died. Not millions, but a lot. Close. A lot. That was just a lot, man. I know what you meant. Saturation. But so, I don't know. I like to try to see, but we're not going to talk about that. It's just um, right. we we thought we um, needed to come down here and speak on a little bit and. Mm-hmm. people my age you know we've been every year we go through this you know and mm-hmm. and and you guys have been it's just that now you're at an age where you can understand it and and right. it's like you're gonna learn more about it in your life than i did just because it will be a part i mean it is a part of history already mm-hmm. you know so terrible day and um i hope nothing like that ever happens to us again man because yeah it's just it's it's so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine like your dad goes to work that day. He's a firefighter, like the biggest studs in the world, or like police officers, awesome dudes, and you know they're like these guys are risking, especially like New York firefighters and New York right. police officers. All those huge buildings, dude. There's a fire up there. Them dudes have to go. Yeah, and it's like that's terrifying in and of itself. And then they're just like selflessly running in this building, both of these buildings and trying to get these poor people out. And then they're dying, you know, I mean, and they died in the line of duty and, and there's nothing more honorable and stuff. And, and I mm-hmm. respect all those people so much, man. And, yeah. But at the same time, it's such a freaking drag that it just even had to happen. And right. I just feel bad for all the families still 22 years later and everybody that had to uh, go through that. So, Hats off to everyone. Much respect and everything. So, right. well, I think we, I think we got our point across on the nine eleven thing. Yeah. Right? Do mm-hmm. you? You yep. feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Anything else you got to add to that particular conversation? Mm. No. Nope. What else is going on? Cheer, cheer, cheer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our routine. Our routine. We got our routine down. We did our entire routine at the game. I heard Saturday. you guys killed it. We we did so good. Oh my gosh. Did you? My stunt sequences. Why do I miss all those? They both killed it. They both hit very good. We were working on my um, second to last stunt, which is my, you don't even know what it is. It's a show and go to have to I used to be to a cheerleader. Press. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. It's my fault. But they're so solid. My extension, I used to not even be able to do them in competitive cheer. Right. And to even think that I can do that now is crazy. And That's have awesome. it be so solid and look good so good. Yeah. It's just crazy. And like progress. Right, right, right. We're doing flip stunts, which are the things where you're here and then you flip them. I don't like it. Last year, I couldn't do that. I had too many mental blocks. So that's another step forward. You've overcome. Right. And it's just the team together is just so amazing. And then hearing about the bad news about Sam and how she's not even on the board anymore. She's they're just letting her teach. I haven't even, I didn't even get all the details. No, 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 you're good. I'm just saying yeah. we'll we'll discuss that one off air just because it's right. probably personal and stuff. But that is a drag because she's a, she was an awesome she's coach. She's a really good coach. Yeah, she did she a lot, yeah. lot for you guys. So, mm-hmm. but, but um, yeah, I hear that you're going to be um, cheering your brother's game this weekend. Is that correct? Really? I thought so. Maybe, no maybe, idea. maybe you, maybe he plays, then you cheer. I forget exactly how it works out. Right. I have no idea. It's going to be a cool day at the, at the field for sure. Right. I probably do cheer for him. Cause yeah. So Alicia's, yeah. Alicia's got something. One of those days I had to take off work. Do you know I'm, who we're versing? No. Right. Why do you guys say that? Because I think it's, I think it's more, it, it's, it, it gives me something more to look at. Because there's a few teams that we have that are like rivals. No, I'm saying, why do you got when I, my whole life oh. we always said, do you know what team I'm playing? Oh. And now uh, you guys say nine v nine, we would say nine on nine. Right. I, I don't know it's, where it's that the switch. Same thing. I don't even know. No, it's exactly the same thing. I just don't know where that switch happened. It's interesting. Right. I don't even know. I just say it. You kids went and messed everything up, didn't you? <laughs> right. That was <laughs> my fault. <laughs> um, I. So this is your first time on here. Yeah. And uh, Alicia and I talked last night, and I talked to Cash about it a little bit. Um, The reason why there are a lot of podcasters that don't have their families on their podcast, and Mm -hmm. I do understand that um, for their own reasons, right? Mm -hmm. But for mine, and our goal here, as I've talked to you about, is like helping people, right? Right. So. In my imagination, so anyway, I'll I'll get back, remind me where I'm at, but Mm -hmm. um, 
Alicia had a friend call her today that listened to our podcast that we did uh, last night. Mm -hmm. I just I just published it today. And uh, um, her life revolved around a little bit of the troubles that I had with with her son. Okay, that's all I'll say about it. So she she was very familiar with what Alicia and I were talking about. It was some of my past and stuff that Mm -hmm. you're, you know, getting more, um, you know, we're talking a little more openly now that you're getting a little bit older and you can kind of handle it and everything. And uh, Mm -hmm. I I like to just be upfront and honest. So um, helping people, you know, and so Alicia's friend called her and like I was in tears and then laughing and then in tears and then laughing and like. Mm -hmm. That is my, I know, that's my absolute goal for this thing. Like, I think it's important to kind of touch people in a way Mm -hmm. that makes them emotional because a lot of the stuff, it is, it's family and everybody has one. And so like, that's really important to me, but um, also just to kind of help people understand they're not alone and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So when it comes to you kids, my, uh, my little fantasy or whatever you would call it is that maybe uh there's another person i just say dude but uh, females too if there if there is another person um in the car with their kid right and you know their their dad is a lot like me or something like what kind of question can i ask you that could get you to possibly help somebody else like if there's another girl your age in a car with a dad like me and they're listening to this thing what right. would, what would be a question or something like what w- would you have something to say like okay maybe this one always comes up front to me like i know that i pop off like i'm well aware of who i am and how i operate and I, it sucks and i w- want to be better and i'm trying but you know how sometimes, and it, I'll say it because nobody else is down here, it's not usually you so much as it is those two knuckleheads upstairs, brother and sister right. of yours. Um, when a parent says like, hey, chill out for me. Mm-hmm. And then whatever it is, the freaking football game in the living room keeps going on. I go, hey, guys. And then, you know, my famous last words are always, you guys hear my voice changing. Yeah. It's not because I'm having fun doing this. I'm, I'm letting you know like I'm about to get there. In the way they sometimes can keep going and then I'll pop off, which is which I should be able to control that better. But what kind of advice or like what is it like to have a dad like me? And nothing you can say is going to hurt my feelings. Think about helping other people. I'm very aware of who I am and how I am. It's definitely eventful. If I had to say one thing. Well, that's a very nice way to say it. It's, It's taught me a lot about how people. Um, honestly, just like in general, like how people move and how people react to certain things. And it's taught me a lot about how to keep my cool. Like, not that you don't, you're really good at that sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time. And how to react to what certain people have to say about you. Um, cause there's just some people that just don't like you, but Anyways. You know how many people don't like me? Right, right. I don't know why people don't like you. I'm very aware of why people don't like me. Yeah. It, it it disturbs me, but then I really think about who they are as a person and off topic. But um, I think it, it shows me a lot about how to react and how to um, fix my behavior quickly to get a different result because I've seen good results from what things you said and bad results yeah obviously and me on the outside of certain conversations like with you and the twins and yeah. how if they don't stop da, 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 it, it's the same thing at mom's house too sure um it's the it, same it, thing at most houses. right 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 it happens a lot to everyone and honestly they don't ever stop they they really don't they don't <laughs> and like no matter what i say no matter what anyone says they're gonna keep bickering and arguing yeah and it, it makes me, like, like really just, like, aggravated. But I try to just, like, let them deal with it on their own. But obviously sometimes it's going to affect you. We're a family. Like, we yeah. do a lot of the things we do together. So really I just try to stay out of it and make it more their decision whether they want to have a good day or not. Yeah. And really, like, in the mornings, too, before school, this morning was not a good morning. 
like most. Mornings are tough. But we have pretty good mornings here. Yeah. Yeah. But it it, it ruins my entire day really. It makes me yeah. get up, makes me rush, and then it makes me not do the things I wanna do in the morning to prepare for school. Right. And then I'm in a bad mood because I didn't do that thing during school and then I think about how bad of a morning it was. But having brothers and sisters can be tough. Right. Having a dad like me can be tough. Right. But honestly, I, it's worth it. It's it teaches people a lot, honestly. But obviously, some days are going to be bad for everyone. Yeah. I would just like stay on top of it and not let it bother you too much and just. Well, and sometimes, you know, if if you're the child out there listening to this. Um, Hi. Yeah, hello. <laughs> um, sometimes your dad might have things going on inside that he doesn't know how to. And and for you, because I know it's hard dealing with everyone else's stuff and yours. Well, so. I, and that's I'm talking. I'm I'm adding myself into this thing, right? Right. Right. Um, right. Sometimes your dad or your mom might be going through things inside that they. It, it might be difficult for them to explain to you because you're younger. And it's like, you know, I tell my kid, I, like I, I try to be open, but of course there are some things that they just mm -hmm. aren't ready for, you know, and, and maybe never, I might not, I don't know, but, um, you know, so while we are the adults and we should handle ourselves in a much better way, right? Sometimes, it's very difficult to do. Mm. Um, you know how, like, I've always told you guys those noises, like, especially when I'm in the shower because yeah. I'm in this place, and when I hear all these noises going on, I think, even all these years later, that something is happening, like, bad outside. Right. And that's so weird, and I get it, and you guys shouldn't have to understand that, but it's mm -hmm. like, you know, so... right. I'm not saying take it easy on your parents because, again, we are the adults and we should be able to handle ourselves better. Right. I am saying that someday your your mom or dad, whoever we're talking to in this situation, might be able to explain things to you mm -hmm. that could make a little bit of sense. And it won't justify their actions. Right. But it will at least explain. Right. I've, I've listened... To like, I don't know if you know who Emma Chamberlain is. No. But I've listened to her podcast a few times. And like. What's she up to? She just talks about women and how it's hard to let some things out to certain people. Sure. And um, how like you're, you're not struggling alone and it's worse if you struggle alone. Yeah. But like, like me, I don't like to express my thoughts and feelings out most of the time mm -hmm. unless it's a few certain people. And I know that sounds really hard, but it really only helps if you're telling someone that really understands. Like, my best friend. I I only tell her the things that I tell her because I know that she relates to it and understands and has probably been through way more than I ever will and ever have. But, like, get it, like, let it out to the people that you trust. And honestly, like, it makes it so much worse if you're going through something stressful by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, like, someone you're comfortable with. Right. 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 That's important. And, and I know, like, all your, your parents always say, oh, like, go to me if you have anything going on. Right. But obviously you can't, you're not going to tell your parents everything that happens. No. And you guys know that. Yeah. And so I'm not going to act like I tell you guys everything. Because I hear you. some stuff you guys just won't understand, and that's fine. Right. But that's you what some people are there for. And if you don't, if you don't let them in, it makes the bond less strong and, like, less powerful notice that like the past few weeks i've gotten a lot closer with one of my best friends because one of my best friends is a little bit stupid but <laughs> um just know the people you can trust and really don't take anyone for granted because some people are fake yeah so yep unfortunately you just have to keep certain people close and really realize who's actually there for you and who's not right well, and that's that's very similar even in an adult way, right? Right. So I had a lot of therapists and counselors and people to talk to, and mm -hmm. I, I only clicked with a couple. Especially therapists and counselors. You, I just can't. Yeah. I mean, I only clicked with 
too. Yeah. Really. Like, yeah. Solid. So I understand what you're saying. Right. Well, let's wrap this up right. and uh, yep. get up to dinner and all that. Um, Yummy. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Of course. Yeah, I appreciate Anytime. it. Did you, have, did you have fun? Yeah, this was really fun. We got to do this again. You want to do it some more? Uh-huh. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you have anything that you want to just come down and talk about. Just hit me with some topics and we'll right. just like. Recycle's a big one, too. I want to talk about recycling. You want to talk about recycling sometime? Yeah. All right, that's I, important. It's a really big topic. Save the dolphins and the whales and the uh-huh. turtles and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, again, um, if anybody was directly or even indirectly affected by the <laughs> terrible thing, don't laugh. No, 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 no. I thought you were going to be, like, offended by anything. Oh, oh, offended by Anyways, what you and yeah. I were saying. Sorry, no, sorry, no, guys. no, 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 no. I am, I know you weren't laughing. If anybody was directly or indirectly, uh, and we all were directly or indirectly affected by what happened today, 22 years ago. Um, sorry, man. I really am hanging there. And, uh, you know, I, that's, I, I don't know. I, I would never. What do you got? Even imagine about putting myself through that. I know. I'm I'm so sorry. Yeah, me <laughs> too. I don't even need to laugh. That's just my personality. No, I hear you. I hear you. That's yeah, just the way it goes. I couldn't even imagine that. You're strong if you're still living. Through that. For sure. All right. Well, like we always say, man, be be good and be nice and help somebody out. Do something good for somebody else. It'll make you feel better. So I gotta. I hold on. I gotta make yeah, my. Yeah, I gotta yeah. make my outro. Do your outro. Okay. Man. Let me think. This is your. This is your shot. You're gonna be famous. I'm gonna be like. Are you gonna rap? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna be like, and then I'll be like. Peace out, girls. No, I'm joking. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'll it's your like, outro. You just got to live with it forever. Bye. Um, crap. I don't know. <laughs> I got to think of one that like is catchy. Well, sometimes just whatever you come up with. Stay is happy and... Perfect. Drink water. Perfect. Stay happy and drink water, guys. That's good advice. Chevelle, thanks for coming on, babe. We'll, uh, we'll do it again soon. Okay. All right, guys, be good. We'll talk to you soon. Stay happy and drink water. Peace (laughs) out. Later.